Production. Recorded live. Rough going for the Phillies in 2015. They're 2-10 and 10 on the road. Tough series in St. Louis. And now that continues in Miami. Here's the latest edition of Phillies Talk, the Phillies Talk podcast. Now it's time for some baseball talk on Fighting Phillies Podcast. Here's Rich Baxter and Jim Lorry bringing you the latest Phillies news, interviews, and analysis. Hello, everyone. It's time for another edition of Phillies Talk. It's the Phillies Talk podcast for May 2nd, 2015. And my name is Rich. And my name is Jim. And hello, Jim. Welcome to a brand new show of Phillies Talk. Uh, not too great of things to talk about, no. though. No. Uh, we were just talking before the show started, and man, what a terrible uh, series in St. Louis, with the exception of uh, Cole Hamels, who pitched a great game. Uh, <clears throat> where do they get these people? I mean, <clears throat> uh, okay, Gonzalez, it was his first start. Uh, I. You know, I, I, I can sort of, you know, allow a little bit, but, I mean, come on. They He didn't get the first batter out until after they got at least two guys on. Um, okay, the Cardinals are hitting. I mean, the Cardinals are red hot. But, uh, and then, uh, you know, maybe I can allow for that, but Mr. Buchanan now, he, that was ridiculous. I mean, this guy, his ERA is like 27 point something, and, uh, yeah, well, you know, he's going through a tough time. Get rid of him. Send him down. Let him get his back together and bring him back up, you know. But uh, they were saying on TV that if they send him down, he's very uh, an emotional player that it might affect him negatively. He can't get much worse, Rich. <laughs> yeah, the uh, St. Louis series started off great. Yeah. Uh, Cole Hamels pitched a great game, yes, he did. as you said, Jimmy. But it went all downhill from there, and it's continuing to slide downhill as the Phillies lost a tough one last night in Miami. Uh, it's just a game of inches, and the Phillies were just a few inches away of uh, tagging uh, Giancarlo Mike Stanton out there at home plate there on a bang-bang play. Uh, was he out of throwage? That's the thing. I, I think he was out. So I. And I And I, I'm of the opinion that the umpires just didn't want to change it because they didn't want, they didn't want to anymore. That's what I want. Uh, I, no, seriously. I mean, he was, you know, and last night, um, I don't know if you saw the post-game show, but Ricky Batalico, he didn't have anything good to say about that umpire. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, Rich. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. You know, I don't know what, what what's going on, but uh, I do know that uh, the are having a, a bad time this year, and uh, it could get real ugly, Rich. Yeah, it's, we've seen about ugly as we can handle right now. Uh, the Phillies in last place in the NL East are carrying an 8-16 and 16 record, a full eight games back uh, off of the pace of the Mets now. The Mets have a 16-8 and eight record. Wow. So, you know, that's how much the game has changed for the Phillies and the Mets in the last couple of years. Uh, the Phillies are just continually sinking down to the bottom. Just a tough watch most of the time when you're watching them on TV. Yeah, who's Cole Hamels pitching against today, Rich? He's our only hope right now, you know? Well, that's the thing. And you, you bring up Cole Hamels, and every time you turn on ESPN, the talk is, who is Cole Hamels going to? And I'm just, I'm tired of hearing about it myself. It's, well, it's, there's no, there's, I don't think there's any, any uh, secret. I think he'll be gone before the year's over. 
And then where are they going to be? 37 wins for the year? Jeez, cracker, you know. They, did you hear about the proposed trade that Ruben Amaro turned down? They were going to Jerome Williams, Freddie Galvis, and Darren Ruff. Dodgers were interested in him, and, and Ruben Amaro told the Dodgers they didn't have any players he wanted. Well, that's amazing. I haven't heard of that one, but to answer your first question, the uh, Cole Hamels is facing Dan Harron down in uh, Miami for game two of that series on May 2nd. And then tomorrow, and said, tomorrow it's a kid Gonzalez. Right. And I hope he's better. Like I said, it was his first start. It was the Cardinals. And everybody. But Rich, he couldn't. Every out that he, they made was a hard hit. Every ball was hit hard. Yeah. And something that gets in my craw that I'm, you know, I used to be a pitcher years and years and years and years ago. And walks kill you. One or two walks a game, even three, is understandable. Phillies in the St. Louis series after Cole Hamels had 14 walks. 11 of them scored. scored. So go figure. In the game they lost 9-3 to on Mm -hmm. Thursday, they had seven walks. Every one of them scored. Right, and that's... These teams are making them pay for their mistakes uh, on the mound. But their pitching isn't the worst thing about this team, Jimmy. Uh, right now, the uh, Phillies pitchers have an overall ERA of 4.28. That's 22nd in Major League Baseball. Their ninth in quality starts with 12. This is where they go wrong here. Walks plus hits per innings pitched, called WHIP, uh, 1.51. They're 29th in the league, so the Phillies are giving up a lot of walks, as you said, a lot of hits uh, per innings pitched. And they also, and they also, not the nationally, the majors. They lead the major leagues in runners left on base. And a statistic that I didn't know that was brought up on one of the stations I watched that the Phillies are the worst team in baseball with runners with runners in scoring position in two outs. Yeah, and they're hitting, of course, uh, dead almost down to the bottom here. Uh, run production, they're 29th Who's worse out of them? 30 teams. I didn't even look. I was afraid to look. Batting average, 221, they're 29th. On-base percentage, 0.278, they're 29th. And slugging percentage is 0.330. They're last, 30th out of 30 Major League Baseball teams. So that's why your Phillies aren't doing well, Jim. The Phillies aren't doing well. they got to get – and then this – and one of our listeners emailed me and said that it's not the coaching. Who makes the moves? You know, you got to get – Rich, they've got to get some players. They don't have any. I love Grady Sizemore, but you got to get rid of him. He's not hitting. Uh, Chase Utley, one, what is it, 127? Jeez, cracker. Uh <laughs> Ryan Howard's starting to hit a little bit, okay? Uh, but Freddie Galvis has been a surprise. Herrera's been a surprise. Um, but uh, And Rich, these guys, with the exception of, and I can never remember the kid's name, number 16, nobody else can bunt. This kid can bunt, but these guys can't bunt. They had a, they had a scoring situation in St. Louis, you know, and, and they're like, Cody Ashley comes up and bunts it right to the pitcher. You're talking about Cesar Hernandez, okay. yeah. He, Cesar he can bunt. Huh? I said yes, he can bunt. He um he lay, he they send him up to sacrifice and he does a job almost every time. Everybody's gonna mess up once in a while. But I mean Cody Ashley, first and second, nobody out. He pop, he bunts, he pops up a bunt and then they don't go Phillies had second and third, nobody out in Saint Louis, didn't score. First and third one out, didn't get a run. You know, eh, bases loaded, one out. What do they do? Double play, of course. And Cameron 
and this Cameron Rupp, he where'd they get this guy? He he locked down got a triple, but he every other time I've seen him, he either strikes out or pops up. He swung at a ball. I swear, Rich was over his head in St. Louis. I mean, and and they're there. Oh, he's trying too hard. Get him out of there, uh, Ruiz. He comes up, scoring opportunity, ground out. Uh, it's just unbelievable how many men they leave on base. Yeah, it's true. Uh, and as you talked about, Jimmy, we did get an email uh, from a longtime listener, Matt. And uh, thank you for sending us that email, Matt. We're glad that you're a listener of the show um, and a longtime listener as well. Uh, yeah, he, Matt said that uh, we constantly are blaming the coaching staff, Jimmy. And, you know, I understand what he means, that coaching staff is not on the field. They're not playing the game. It's the players playing the game. But you've got coaches and manager and a manager. I'm going to throw Ryan Sandberg into this now. He needs to be gone along with all of these coaches. Rich, no offense to you, but you could do a better job. This guy has no clue. Thank you, Jim. Uh, Gonzalez is getting racked, right, the game the other day. He's getting roughed up pretty bad. Buchanan's getting roughed up. And the pitching coach comes out there. and Here's another guy who's ought to be going. Say what you want about when, when Charlie Manuel was here. Rich Dewey, I mean, at least the pitchers knew what they were doing. I mean, they're getting they're getting killed, and this guy, you know, when poor Gonzalez, he's getting whacked, and they showed they showed um, Ryan Sandberg in there, they're like, leave him in there. Like, why? With bullpen stressed. Well, if he had decent pitching, you wouldn't have a bad bullpen. And what's up with Dickman? What's up with the uh, Freitas? They can't get anybody out now, Rich. Yeah, and you're talking about Rob or Bob McClure, Bob McClure yeah. uh, as they call him. Um, but, yeah, he, he needs to go, as do the rest of the Phillies coaches. Now, how many times can you have bad results with a team and continue to stay with the same coaches? That's what baseball is all about. When you do wrong, and Ruben Amaro even told Dominic Brown when he didn't bring him up to the big leagues, it's a performance-based industry. If you don't perform, you're going to be not on the team. Well, apply that to his own job, Ruben Amaro, and the coaches, and you'll find that they're going to be gone. That's exactly right. I was just going to, he told Dom, he had the nerve to tell Dominic Brown that. What am I, he ought to look in the mirror. He's got, you've got David Buchanan. Okay, the Phillies don't have any pitching. They, as much as I dislike them, they should have re-signed Kyle Kendrick last. They, uh, at least Kyle Kendrick can win a game or two. Um, Harangue I don't have a problem with. Okay, Jerome Williams I don't have a problem with. At least they'll give you some good starts. Of course, Coles, we won't talk. But I think the Phillies are using the Cliff Lee thing as an excuse. Um, I hear a lot of people say, well, if they had Cliff Lee, who knows? He could have been 0-5, Rich. They just don't have a very good team. I love Chase Utley. It's time to go, Rich. He's hitting 116. Yes, he homered last night. That's all he does. Either homers or grounds out. Um, you know, it's time to go. Um, you know. Well, I know you didn't hear this recently, but Chase Utley and as of today, Ryan Howard have 10 years of Major League Baseball service with five years with the same team, and that qualifies you automatically for a no-trade clause. So as of today, uh, Ryan Howard has earned that right for a no-trade clause, a complete one, and also Chase Utley, who has been uh, rumored in trade circles as well over the uh, offseason. But, you know, these two guys are not doing well. They had a terrible start to uh, 2015, Jim, and no team is really going to want them too much right now. But they still have this no-trade clause, of course. Uh, Howard just 
acquiring this today, as of today's game. What about, does Ruben Amaro have a no-firing clause? <laughs> he must. I mean, he must. I'm not the smartest apple in the orchard, Rich. You know more, you, you forgot more baseball than I'll ever know. But I know that this is a bad baseball team. You've got to get some players. And the the ESPN, Fox Sports, ML, they're saying that the Phillies farm system, they have two players in the entire farm system that are major league caliber. Their farm system is going down to the you know to twenty eighth out of thirty. They used to be sixth. Um, the Phillies, you know, Rich, I'm thinking who's going to be on the All Star team this year if Cole's gone. Well, it's funny you should ask that, Jimmy. Uh, the All Star voting just was announced uh, for 2015 just a couple of days ago, and uh, believe it or not, Obadil Herrera is moving up the ranks. Uh, oh, we're boy. thinking he might get a start. Oh boy, why? I don't know what what Ryan, what, you know, what Ryan Sandberg is thinking. Whether you like Ben Revere or not, he's he has made some. He has saved a couple games for them. Yeah, and believe it or not, the only player. You can vote for him, but I don't think he's going to get many votes. How about Freddie Galvis at shortstop? He might be. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's. I'll tell you what. He's. He made. Some, he's made some plays. That, uh, that one play he made last week, an unbelievable play. Sitting down, he threw the guy out. Oh my goodness, that was a great play. But it's. Um, he, he's the future. Cody Ashy, unfortunately. I mean, I don't dislike Cody Ashy. It's just that you know, I think he's a little better than he was last year. But a rich. You got to what, what's uh, before we rip the Phillies apart again? I wanna, I wanna uh, say something. I, you know, I've been watching baseball. How about those Houston Astros, Rich? Eight wins in a row. And I remember I said at the beginning of the year that they they did it the right way. What do you think? I think that would be good. They are uh, a lot of ex-Philly prospects, and mm-hmm. um, I just want to give a plug for them. I picked them as one of my surprise teams, but they're playing well. They've won eight in a row, and uh, you know, say what you want. They're doing it the right way, but uh, I want to, you know, give them a little shout. They they deserve it. But Rich, uh, the Phillies and the Cleveland Indians have have the worst record in baseball. You know, they both have eight wins, and uh, they're at least in Cleveland. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. They got you know a couple of good pitchers. What is there any light at the end of the tunnel for the Phillies except for Cole Hamels? Not too many bright lights. Uh, I still think they're just a club that needs better motivation. Uh, maybe a new, fresh start with a new manager and a coaching staff. Uh, they're not the world's worst players. They have some players that aren't producing right now, but can that change under different circumstances? Right. I've often talked about Larry Boa not being effective as a bench coach. I've watched him on different occasions. I don't care for him. I don't think he should be on this team anymore. He's had his chance with the Phillies. He's the direct opposite of the calm, cool, collective Ryan Sandberg. I think those two are like fire and ice. They probably clash like uh, the Titanic when it hit an iceberg out there. Let me ask you a question. Would you rather have Sandberg or Charlie Manuel? Manuel, of course. Because I know you used to rip him when he was manager. Well, yeah, of course. As the team degrades and does poorly, it's usually the manager's fault. Look at what the Cubs did. They hired uh, a guy for three years. As soon as Joe Madden became available, they fired this uh, I know, manager. I, I forget his name out of the Cubs, but you know they took advantage of getting a guy like Joe Madden. And look at where the Cubs are today. They have a slight improvement in players, but it comes from him. Are they better than the Phillies? They're 
darn near in first place. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, I told you at the beginning of the season, I thought he was worth some, you know, a few wins. And you're right, Rich. And um, I don't like what they did to their manager either. But, you know, um, it's just uh, also that kid they sent down, they sent him down so that he can't become a free agent for fun. That, that's a little bit dirty pool. But, you know, I told, I had made the comment that Leo Epstein was a good baseball man. Well, I guess he's proven it, isn't he? Yeah. He, he sure has, and I, I misspoke. The Cubs are currently in second place. They're two and a half games Four back from the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks to the Phillies, uh, the Cardinals won three in a row. They also won their first game against Pittsburgh right, right. Uh, last night. So, well, Richard, you know, the point is the Cubs have improved. I think the Phillies will improve with a change of man- managers and coaching staff. Uh, I could be wrong. I know the Phillies players aren't top of the mark anymore. But I don't think they're as bad as some people are saying they are. Why is uh, we'll have to see. Why is Chase hitting 116? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's had a rough start to the year, uh, both he and Howard. But if you look at Ryan Howard, he has four home runs. He's so far the top producer on home runs for the team for the Phillies. And take a look at Chase Utley. So far he's got 14 RBIs for the Phillies. Runs batted in. That's what the Phillies need, runs batted in. I don't care if they're batting 125. He's getting some runs batted in. Now, some of these other players are batting terribly and not batting runners in. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who's knocking runs in is Galvis and Herrera. Yeah, those two are, you know, stepping up to the plate. I think if Howard and Utley can get warmed up now that it's May, uh, we, we did have a rough start in April. It's been kind of chilly. Some baseball players don't like the cold. I think Howard is one of them. But we'll have to see. As May comes, it's a brand-new month. We've got to forget about April, and hopefully the Phillies can uh, make some improvements. What? I, I've been thinking about this all week. How many wins will the Phillies have by the All-Star break? If you do the math, they're probably not going to have that many. Uh, add uh, maybe 45, 50. By the All-Star break? You are an optimist. If they get 30 by the All-Star break, I'll be surprised. They're that, uh, unless they prove me wrong this month. But, Rich, they got eight wins. They've had they've had four games already in the season young where they should have won. They blew it. So if they, I think if they get 35 wins by the All-Star break, you, that'll be good. Because uh, I think they'll be, you know. I remember one year when Terry Francona was their manager, they had 21 wins at the All-Star break. Um, that was a bad year, <laughs> but so you think? I don't think I agree though, Rich. I don't think they're that bad, but I do think something's got to light a you got to light a bomb on them, you know. Yeah, you have to uh, kind of stir the pot need? a little bit. What kind of manager do they need? A Charlie Manuel? They need a a fiery guy? What do they need? I think they need a change from what they currently have, and that is, like I just said, the quiet, soft-stated Ryan Sandberg, stressing the fundamentals, probably behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Larry Bow is, is pulling his hair out with this team and yelling at him constantly. We don't know what goes on at, in the clubhouse, but you know Boa has that very volatile personality to him, and I'm sure he displays it to this team uh, behind closed doors. So I, I really think it's a combination of that, which is probably the biggest Phillies problem. Right. You know, Larry Bow is getting up there. Larry Bow is seven years old. He's got to calm down. But you're right, I think... All the coaching aside, I think Juan Samuel does a decent job. I think Pete McCannon does a good job, Rich. But they got to get rid of Samuel, uh, definitely. Oh, my goodness. But you're going to hear a thing from the Philly front office probably 
Memorial Day weekend. Oh, well, we're, we're satisfied with our progress. That's what they're going to say. The fans ought to say, okay, fine. 9,000 will show up and they'll say, sheesh, I don't know why we're not drawn. <laughs> I think the Phillies, part of the plan with Pat Gillick is to let them sink to the bottom, get a top five pick next year, and then three years down the line, you're looking at at least a little bit of an improvement, possibly. They have Aaron Nola scheduled to come up maybe late in the season this year, Phillies prospect. They have Michael Franco, who they want to bring up and maybe move Cody Ashey. And that was another part of the email that we got. Uh, Cody Ash. I think I've called him Ash on more than one occasion because I remember Arthur Ash, who spelled his name the same way. Yeah, but they... Um... I don't know, Rich. It's just it's it's you know it's one it's a wonderment that this team. I think I think Gonzalez, you know, he's got to pitch better tomorrow. I think he will. Um, but uh, see, the problem I don't blame it all on on David Buchanan because he pitched in Reading. They never he never went to Lehigh Valley, Rich. He came right up from Reading. So did Pettibone. You know, double A the majors is quite a jump. Triple A them. So you you know you imagine what these people feel like. You know what I mean? Yes, indeed. Well, we got a whole lot more of Phillies baseball to talk with you. I want to thank everyone for sending in their comments. Uh, send them in to rich at fightingphillies.com, and we'll be glad to mention your comments and your suggestions on the air. Jimmy, it's going to be another long week for the Phils. Uh, hopefully they can end up Miami pretty well and then come home for a nice homestand. Yeah, they got Miami. They go to Atlanta which Ryan Howard loves that ballpark, and then they play the Mets, who they can't beat. So, But maybe things will change. You know, they got eight wins. they got six of the eight are at home. They're not playing badly at home. It's on the road that they're playing a little bad. So we'll see, Rich, and uh, maybe Cole Hamels will turn it around, you know, and uh, they can't – they've lost four in a row now, and they can't afford another six-game losing to Sterling. They're going to be mathematically eliminated by June 1st if they don't stop. So – But we'll see. Maybe things will change, Rich. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of Phillies Talk. Catch us on BaseballTalkRadio.com. You can also tune in at TuneIn.com. Take us on the road with you. A lot of the uh, newer cars are coming out with uh, different apps you can play right in your car, and you can listen to both BaseballTalkRadio.com and Phillies Talk Podcast when you're on the road. Jimmy, you have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week on the upcoming edition of Phillies Talk Podcast. Hi, Rich. Hi, this is Gary Mack from Mets Musing, and you're listening to BaseballPodcast.net. You can hear my show and all the other baseball podcasts at BaseballPodcast.net, the home of great baseball talk shows. Hi, this is Gary Matthews. You're listening to Fighting Phillies Talk Podcast. Are you a fan of the NBA and Major League Baseball? Would you like a sports show dedicated primarily to just that? Plus, we throw in a little fantasy baseball and basketball just for great measure. Featuring credentials sports journalists, the guys who sit on press row, we bring you the stories that you want to hear. To check us out, please visit us at filmmakes.com or on Twitter at FlashTennis31. Hi, this is Paul, and this is Eric from the Talk to Contact podcast, a Minnesota Twins baseball podcast. You're listening to the best of baseball podcasts on baseballpodcast.net.